Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, and um, we've got gangs still being an issue out there. Uh, plastic, still too much plastic, uh, uh, but not enough sleep. So we're going to try and sort all that out. Uh, but first up, this uh, coronavirus uh, out of Wuhan. It's getting serious. Should we... Really, should we trust the numbers from China? Cases in the States, cases in Australia already. Likelihood is this disease is probably here now. So as of today, we're going to be screening people at the airports. We'll go up and uh, we've got five flights coming in today from China. People are going to be approached and offered advice on what to do if they get ill. Some say we should not be letting those people in at all, which I think might be going a bit far. The fact is that people now on any flight from anywhere could be bringing this in. That is the reality. We live in an interconnected world now. You can just see it. And now that we know this thing passes from person to person before anyone even shows symptoms, how do we stop it? Well, the answer is you can't. You can't. We've got no um, vaccine for it. There's no treatment for it. It's almost certain some people on those inbound flights today are going to have it, even if they don't know it. And they'll have coughed and sneezed all over the aircraft cabin. Crikey. If it isn't here already, coronavirus will reach New Zealand sooner or later, no matter what we do. So apart from, as individuals, shutting ourselves in hermetically sealed rooms and waiting it out, what do we do? We do the best we can. We prepare. We weed out people who obviously have it as quickly as we can. We isolate them. Most importantly, we spare no expense protecting our health workers and contributing to the global effort to create a vaccine. I believe they're working on it at Massey right now. This is not a time to be penny pinched. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it, uh, when this stuff happens, you ne- we never really know how worried to be. Like, should you just not leave the house? Uh, tape up the windows? Uh, how far should we go? Uh, here's Kerry McIver on the same issue. Some people are saying this is too little too late. There have been warnings about this virus for more than a week. And critics suggest this cautious wait-and-see approach is putting New Zealanders at risk. Personally, I think the cautious approach is the right one. It would be irresponsible to spread unnecessary panic among the population. And there's also the danger of crying wolf. After all, as I mentioned at at the top of the show, many of us have lived through so many headline grabbing viruses and survived. It's hard to get amped up about this latest one. If it is your first pandemic... I can understand you being a little nervous. But for those like me who, I was in an aircraft at the exact moment computers were supposed to crash and planes were supposed to fall out of the sky and the world was supposed to end, and I also caught swine flu and lived to tell the tale, I am inclined, like our health minister, to take a more easy-ozy attitude towards this latest virus. Yeah, I'd definitely rather not catch it, though. Uh, I, I... I don't know if I was imagining it. Uh, there was a, a young reporter on One News last night they'd sent to the airport uh, to see all the uh, Chinese people coming off the planes with their face masks on. And I, I feel like I saw a bit of fear in her eyes, a bit of, can I come home now, please? I'm not really enjoying this particular assignment. Welcoming the people with potentially carrying this disease, which we don't know whether they've got or not because it can be transmitted before there's any symptoms showing. Not a bit sorry for it, to be honest.
and I'm not inviting you around to my place anytime soon. Uh, I'd like the gangs to stay away too, please. Now you're saying that in, the, in this meeting, the first person to speak was a gang member? Uh, I'm not sure it was the first person. I just got feedback later by several people, which I always believe that you've got to get information from more than one people to say, yes, that was correct information. So it was feedback to me mm. through several different people on social media, older people I respect. But a gang member had spoken, I don't know if he was first, but the first thing he said was, we were here first. And the other thing he said during his, his chat was that all drugs should be legalised in New Zealand and that would help the issues. Well, the argument for those people supporting the legalisation of cannabis and other drugs, well, no, nobody supports other drugs, to be honest with you. But the whole <laughs> yeah. point about it is it would actually force the gangs to go legal and actually start complying by, with some of the laws. So, you know, he's actually just peddling the, uh, the government, or no, the Greens, or no, the pro uh, the pro-cannabis legalisation uh, mantra, which was uh, it would put them out of business. So, I mean, he's just saying what people have uh, told him to say, I guess. We were here first. Yeah. What? Gangs? Māori? Or what? Didn't, didn't specify. Okay. But I suppose the one thing I want to finish with before we go is that um, while I've sat down on media, social media, I've spoken to elderly people that aren't there. I'm really into the community. I've heard from so many different areas and places and people and nationalities within our community. And no one really has an answer. You know, you might have a, a problem mm. with water and you can say, we can do this, we can do that, we can do this. But to fix this problem, we need immediate action, but we don't know what it is. I'll tell you the other thing. Uh, you need immediate action and then you can't need to keep on uh, actioning and you just need to never stop actioning. And that's yes, the problem with it. I don't think it. things are going to change. I think things are going to get worse. Okay, so reporter on the spot at the gang meeting, Jackie there with Andrew Dickens. Um... Yep, no matter how private people want to keep these things, somebody's going to call into the talkback. You mark my words. Uh, we uh, need to uh, change tack a little bit here and talk about plastic again. Because uh, we've got rid of the bags, but now all the plastic covering the veggies, uh, Countdown wants to get rid of that as well. I'm kind of surprised that Countdown's making such a song and dance about going plastic through the fruit and veggies. What I think we need a little less virtue signalling and a little more action. Well, I thought they were doing some action. They, 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 they're trialling the plastic-free veggie section in several supermarkets, including one close to me in Oriwa, which is... I, I've got grave concerns about this because I find I, I've been to that supermarket on occasion, and I don't know if it's because it's just a part-time supermarket... You know how we have we have part-time supermarkets. I, well, I do anyway. I don't know if you do. Where it's not the one you always go to, but you go there sometimes. Um, and uh, the trouble with your part-time supermarket, of course, is you don't necessarily know where everything is. Um, and I don't know if it's that or whether it's just set out in a really weird way. But I'm always feel lost and bamboozled in that supermarket. And now if they're taking all the plastic off the, I just feel like it's going to cause me trouble somehow. Uh, hopefully I'm wrong. And I realise it's not about me. And I can't even quite remember what it's about now. And that might be because I'm just not getting enough sleep. We're not getting enough sleep as New Zealanders. And Harry Booth has started a petition to get uh, sleep taught in schools or something. So why do you reckon it needs to be taught in schools? Um, well, look, as you said, it's a societal problem. Children aren't the only ones who aren't sleeping enough but they are some of the worst affected. Children and teenagers need more sleep than adults, and they're sleeping less than uh, 
than they need to. The message, Harry, of, of needing to get, you know, between seven and nine hours sleep a night, I, I would have thought it was quite pervasive. I would have thought that we all knew that. Um, well, in, in children and teenagers, they actually need between eight and ten hours. And unfortunately, while they might know that that's kind of the recommended amount of sleep, there's a lot of factors contributing to why people are sleeping less that they might not be aware of and how to, to mitigate those. What, like uh, iPhones in the bedroom? Uh, yes, phone use is one of um, many things. Uh, a, a lot of people are getting outside much less than they ever have in the past. Um, and we know that light is the primary driver behind people's circadian rhythms, which is really key to uh, to our sleep-wake cycle. Um, so there's a whole lot of factors. And by teaching children within our existing health education framework, we can actually empower them to make better choices around their sleep. And the same you- way we already do around nutrition or sexual education, uh, physical education, for example. And do you also, you seem to be of the opinion that um, there, is a, there is a thought out there that if you sleep uh, too much, you're lazy? Uh, well, the idea of pulling an all-nighter seems to be uh, romanticized as sort of a dedication to your studies. Um, and although, like you pointed out, people tend to know that eight hours is, is sort of what most people need per night, I've heard so many people tell me that, oh, I only need five hours of sleep per night, Yeah, which... which Statistically, it's incredibly unlikely. Yeah, all I ever uh, want to do is go to sleep. That's my main goal in life, is to be asleep. Um, and ironically, I used to sleep a bit, quite a bit at school. Uh, they didn't have to teach me about it. I just went there and did it. I don't think that's quite what they're on about. I'm at Glen ZB. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB uh, for Tuesday. I'll see you back here again tomorrow. Uh, don't sleep through it although if you do you can always just listen when you're away it's not really a live thing